and I realized that I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I want to help sheep against these wolves. I would have cried. Did you cry? Like I was, I was. It was a surreal moment. Like I think back now, it was completely surreal. You want me to try? In law school, attorneys are taught to challenge everything, tear things apart, break them down. I thought you were just gonna keep going. I was like, this is amazing. In law school, attorneys are taught to challenge everything, tear things apart, break them down. But the qualities that make lawyers great can be some of the worst for running a business. At every stage of growth, running a business and practicing law can feel overwhelming. And what happens when you try to add life and family to the mix? It can feel nearly impossible. You don't have to do it alone. I'm Maria Monroy, president and co-founder of Laring, a leading SEO agency for ambitious law firms. Each week, we hear from industry leaders on what it really takes to run a law firm, from marketing to manifestation. Because success lies in the balance of life and law, we're here to help you tip the scales. Today I'm live with Sam Manucheri. I wanted to talk to him because I've always like almost like fangirled the the brand. They have such a cool brand, life.com, life law. And it's interesting because every law firm is basically like Smith Law Firm, right? And then you see what Morgan has gone through in trying to bring his, I think his son into the mix. Correct. But it's really all about John Morgan. Right. You're doing the complete opposite, which is really like a brand in it of itself. What drove you to change it to life? I think the best answer is to tell you the story of life. And that will explain the meaning of life as well. So I've been an injury lawyer for a little more than 21 years. Half my life. Yeah. I'm 44. I've been a lawyer since I was 23. And I did defense work for three very long years, representing Geico, a lot of big box stores like Ikea, Lowe's, Albertsons, a lot of big trucking companies like J.B. Hunt Trucking. And I did that to learn how these insurance companies worked because I knew one day I was going to switch sides. I was pre-med at UCLA. I was planning on becoming a doctor. And then I had an epiphany my junior year of college. Medicine is being destroyed by health insurance. The reason why doctors work with injury lawyers is we pay them better than health insurance does. And fortunately, California law allows injured victims to treat outside of health insurance because a lot of times they either don't have health insurance or doesn't give proper treatment. So in 2013, we started Century Park Law Group. My partner, Sam Tabibin, and I out of an office in Century City on Century Park East. So wait, you never had a last name in the... In the f- no, having a last name like Manicherry or a last name like Tabibian we knew that it was not something you can market, even back then. And my name is Sam Manicherry. I have unnecessary H's in both my names. Yes, you do. So I know that every <laughs> single time I say my name, I got to spell my name more than once. And I knew that is not a good way to market yourself. So we founded Century Park Law Group in 2013 with a single emphasis, quality, quality, quality. I never wanted to be the biggest. I wanted to be the best. And by 2017, uh, we bought our own building. And we moved from Century City to Beverly Hills. And at that time in 17, my partner and I were debating whether or not to change our names because we're no longer in Century City and we're no longer boutique. We had a lot of goodwill. And we were a business-to-business law firm, meaning referral-based. We didn't have billboards, buses, you know, other types of outdoor advertising. It was strictly referrals from 
other law firms, medical providers, clients, and our quality was what brought us clients. Fast forward to March 2020, COVID hit. And we went remote in 24 hours. Wow. I'm talking about 40 people. We got everybody laptops. And fortunately, our case management software program, we use Filevine, allowed us to have 40 people all working from home and didn't miss a beat. Are you still remote? No. <laughs> and that is for team building reasons. I'm a big believer in teams and our entire infrastructure is teams. August 2020, out of the blue, I get an email from USC Trojans Athletics wanting to meet with us to discuss becoming official partners of USC. I went to USC for law school. My partner, Sam Tabibian, went there for undergrad, so we had an affiliation there. And I met with USC in August, and within two days, we signed a partnership agreement with them to become the exclusive attorneys of USC. And part of that partnership was we get signage. Coliseum during football games, signage at the Galen Center during basketball games. The first game, we're at the Coliseum. Part of our package is also, you know, a box. And I look at our name, and I'm like, it's too long. Yes, it is. Or it was, yeah. Century Park Law Group. It looked small because it had so many letters. So I look at my partner. I remember perfectly. I'm like, Sam, we got to change our name now. And he's like, I know. I'm like, shoot. We tried to market CPLG for a minute. Very short amount of time, but immediately realized you cannot market an acronym. Right. We hired a marketing company in April of 2021 to find us a name. And that was the key, was we wanted to find the word. And we spent six very long months, focus group this, focus group that. And finally, in October of 2021, we had a Zoom meeting. I remember it perfectly. I was in my kitchen table. And they presented us with 10 names. And Maria, they all sucked. Do you remember them? I remember two of them. And I'll say it in case anybody wants to use it. <laughs> Modelo Law, like the beer. Yeah. And Jupiter Law like the planet. And the way I've been raised is anytime you make a major decision, sleep on it. So I tell the guy, and there was like five of them, I tell the, the main one, I'm like, listen, assuming I like one of these 10 names, have you verified that there's no other law firm with the name, that there's a domain name that's viable, that I'm not infringing on any IP? And the guy's like, no, if you like it, then we'll do that. So I sit back and I'm like, so you're telling me you're offering me names that might be unavailable? And he himself kind of like, he's like, yeah. So I think to myself, all right, this is not going to work. And I tell him right then and there, I'm like, listen, you, thanks so much. We're going to go on our own. The one thing that the six months of asking me a million questions was, it made me realize what I wanted my name to be. Number one, I wanted to signify what we do. We help our clients get their life back, their quality of life. Number two, I want it to be uniquely spelled so that if you Google it, you won't find the world. Right? You Google Century Park Law Group, you're going to find Century Law, Century This, Century That. Number three, I want it to be a short word so I can make it big you know, on the, on, on the buildings. And four, I want an incredible website. When we had become partners with USC, a friend of mine who does outdoor advertising immediately approached me. He's like, let's do billboards for Century Park Law Group now that you're affiliated with USC. I said, yeah, I definitely want to start doing out of home. But Century Park Law Group on a billboard doesn't say anything. This doesn't, doesn't, I don't see it. I see it being a waste of money. But we're going to do a name change. And when that happens, hopefully it's something that applies to out of home. I'll get back to you. 
And he's a friend of mine and he's a marketing guy, so I threw names at him all the time. So fast forward to December 30th, COVID surge, where we're working from home again, all right? December 30th, 2021. And I had a one-year-old uh, son, Charlie, and he was sleeping in the bed with my wife and I. And we were invited to a wedding the next night on New Year's Eve in Newport Beach, Orange County, that I knew was going to be a super spreader. And I'm debating in my head whether to go, and I know how wrong it is the night before to flick on a wedding. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll think about it in the morning. And then I go on my phone, and I start scrolling through CNN, my CNN app, everything COVID, COVID, COVID. So I'm like, what kind of life is this? I'm Persian. There's a saying in Farsi, and that literally translates to what kind of life is this? I'm like, what kind of life is my son Charlie going to live? And I'm like, life. Life law. Life with a Y. I email my partner, and I go to bed. Next morning, I wake up, and I think to myself, did I find it? I end up going to the wedding, and I'm in the hotel room. Charlie had a babysitter, my wife, and I go to the wedding, and I'm talking to my partner, and I call him up, and he says what I wanted to hear. He's like, I think you found it. I'm like, I think I found it. So we're like, all right. I'm like, Sam, go check that website to see if you could find if the website lifelaw.com is available, F it. Look and see if life.com is available. He's like, holy shit, it's available to buy. I'm like, what? How much was it? That's private. Oh, come on. That is not something I'll ever tell. But Maria, the fact that we were able to not only find a four-letter website, you won't find CDMX, let alone one that says something. We're like, oh, wow. CDMX stands for Mexico City, in case anybody is wondering. I know you know. (laughs) So... I call up the outdoor advertising guy that I was throwing names off of. He had been involved a lot with it. I'm very appreciative of that. And I call him up right then and there after I got off the phone with Sam. And it's dial tone is like international, like the dial tone meaning he's out of country. It's New Year's Eve, you know. But he picks up. I'm like, yo, bro, where are you? He goes, I'm in Costa Rica. I'm like, that's cool. He's like, what's up? I'm like, I think we found the name. He's like, what? I'm like, life law, life with a Y. He says, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like, what does that mean? He goes, I'm going to text you a picture right now. Maria, he texts me a picture of a guy's arm with a tattoo, L-Y-F-E. I go, what the fuck? I'm like, why do you have this picture? He goes, he's sitting next to me right now. No. I swear to God. No, you're kidding. I get, I get goosebumps. No. I'm like, why does he have a tattoo of LYFE on his arm? And the guy gets into the phone himself. He goes, it means live your full experience. I go, that's exactly what it means. We're going to help our clients live their full experience. And the guy, the marketer is like, I like it. I like it a lot. This is crazy, dude. I'm like, bro, I got one more thing to add. He goes, what? I go, life.com is available to buy. He goes, oh, my God. You won't find a four-letter website. Buy it. You found it. I'm like, I'm like, all right, yeah, you're on it. It's December 31st. We decide we're going to go gung-ho, buy the website for a lot of money, do all the other stuff, contact USC, make sure USC is okay with it. They love it. They loved our brand before. That's why they had approached us because Century Park Law Group had a fabulous brand. But now we went from business to business to direct to consumer. And we got billboards, buses, and I don't mean just like the back of a bus. I mean the whole bus is wrapped with LifeLaw, Life.com. And 
at this point, the goal of life law is not to simply be the best injury law firm. Our goal is pretty simple. It's not only to do every type of consumer law, not just injury law. We already started a work comp uh, practice. We're opening up a labor. We're opening up lemon law. Every type of situation. So that's the story of life and the meaning of life is we're helping the average person who all of us are against these huge corporations that are trying to take away our rights and devalue our rights. And that's what life means to me. I love it. That's beautiful. Yeah. Congrats. And then, yeah, yeah, our branding is is very simple. When you have a name like that, a lot of the stuff just has life on it. Because, again, we own life.com. No, I know. I know. I own the word life now. I remember when I saw it and I saw it on social, I was like, I love this. And we were at a conference. What was it? What con- CAOC. And we're walking out and somebody says to me, those two people sitting there, they're from Life Law. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'll be right back. And I literally just turned around and I was like, I love your brand. I have to go by. It was very sweet of you. <laughs> yeah. When people come up because of our social media and I get that 10 seconds of fame, it, it feels good because now we're not just a referral based law firm. We, we do have, you know, direct to consumer and we always make sure to explain to the client that our two goals are to help you get your life back by getting you back to health and ultimately fully compensated because there's nothing else I can get you other than money. I can't, I'm not God. I can't just make everything all right. And that's how we explain it to our clients. That's how we explain it to an insurance company and ultimately how we explain it to a jury should it go to trial. I knew from day one that I was going to be an injury lawyer and that's why I did defense for those three long years because what I learned is, is that we're not people. You're not Maria. I'm not Sam Manicherry. We are a number to these corporations, to these insurance companies. Initially, before an accident, you're a policy number. Accident happens, you get converted to a claim number. And ultimately, you're a dollar amount. And the goal of the insurance company is to devalue your dollar amount for any reason they can. Arguing it's not their fault, arguing pre-existing conditions. My job is not to maximize your value, it's to get the full value of whatever the case is worth. And that's dependent on your injuries. So. I feel that our name properly now allows me to, to explain to my clients what we do. So our, our, our branding and our billboards are all on a play on the word life. You know, it's as simple as one, life is great. You know, I put a Y on the word life and then life is great. All right. So you'll be seeing the new billboards because right now our billboards are meant to be kind of a guerrilla marketing. It just says life law and life.com. And just getting the brand out there. I want to talk about that. Like, what was it like? Um, actually making, because I think a lot of law firms want to change their name and people are really scared to do that and have to change URLs. And of course that impacts SEO. So clients of ours that I've told you, you can't do that. I I stand by that. But what was that process like? Like, can you kind of walk us through the trajectory? I bet. Exhausting, scary, all that goodwill, all that hard work and time and money ultimately. We got lucky. I'll be straightforward. The fact that we found this word was pure luck. And then it made us an easy You decision. manifested it. I think I you do manifested agree. it. I agree. Did you do a DBA? Did you actually go and change? No, we changed it from uh, one LLP to another LLP. And we still own Century Park. Okay. And did you send out an email blast? Oh, to, yeah. Oh, like, what were some of the steps was, you took oh, in fortunately, trying? Fortunately, thank God for my partner and our operations, since we're completely paperless, it was a click of a button. 
not only do you have to tell all your clients, you have to tell the courts, you got to tell opposing counsels, you got to tell providers, you got to tell everybody that, you know, a name change. So our systems, we use Filevine, and uh, my partner and our operations uh, director spoke at Filevine a couple of weeks ago about this. The fact that we're totally automated and paperless was the only way we can do it. Because of having, I don't know, 2,000 cases with God knows how many, you know, providers on every case. And we're not talking about, you got to do it on every single case. So if you have 10 providers and opposing counsel in the courts, there's, it's a lot. So it's, it's not a joke. If you're going to do something like this, you have to be prepared to do it. Unless you're, you know, some small mom and pop that's, you know, just starting out. But if you're already established, it's not worthwhile unless you find that golden nugget of a name like we did because it is a ton of work and I don't recommend it to anybody. Like in 2017 when we just decided to thought about changing our name because we relocated our offices. The reason we didn't do it was we understood even then how much work was involved and we didn't have that push with the the partnership with USC to make me realize that we have to do this because we're wasting our money partnering with USC with the name Century Park Law Group. What has the response been like? Fabulous. I have, look, the way I was raised is the only thing you die with is your name, your reputation. So I always carry myself, you know, you saw me talking to Yossi. I've known Yossi since high school. We went to Pali together. Yeah, he told me. Because we've known each other a long, long time. I'm 44. I've known some of these people since I was 10. That's crazy. Yeah. Especially in the Persian Jewish, you know, bubble of PI, which runs PI at this point. Persian Jews run personal injury. In and LA. In L.A., yeah. I, I only know Southern California, not even... No, California, sorry. It's California at this point. We have Oakland offices, San Francisco offices, Orange County offices. Are they legitimate offices, like four walls yeah. or yeah. like a virtual No, they're office. actual offices. Our Canoga, we have an office in Canoga Park. It's actual offices. We've downsized our, our NorCal offices to virtual, actually, at this point because COVID changed everything. How many um, employees do you have? Last count, 47. We got uh, seven. So the way we structured is two partners, three junior partners, three junior associates, and then a couple of associates in pre-litigation. So I think it's a total of maybe 11 attorneys and about 35 staff. I'm curious, what's your culture like? It's a very important part of it. So coming from a former defense background where the partner above me when I did defense was a complete asshole. Some days walk past me, not say hello. And then other days pretend to be my best friend. I'm like, you're, you're, you're not fooling anybody. So I make sure to try to have the best work culture because, again, quality of life is very important to me. Life. There's our word. So the way we do it is, you know, we have a Cinco de Mayo party. You could definitely come. Our office is, I've tried to get you into our office numerous times. Our office is very different, all right? If you look at our Instagram, it's got a spa-like feel to it. And that's by design. We, I'll be quite blunt. I designed the office along with a designer friend of mine and, and, our, and our contractor friend of mine to feel like a home. And this is all before life. This is at Century Park. We created it to look like and feel like a home. Our lobby does not look like, like a lobby. It looks like your living room. My office... We demoed the whole floor, the third floor and the second floor, and built it to our own specifications. And do you think that also makes when a client comes in, makes them feel safer? 
makes them feel, let's put it to another way, if you want to monetize it. Normally, when a client walks into your office, they ask you, why should I sign with you? They walk in, and I dress like this, guys. I don't dress in a suit no more. They walk into our office and say, where do I sign? And it's meant to psychologically make you feel safe, make you feel comfortable, make you feel at home. So that when you come to this in this scary time in your life, and it is scary for these people, and I'm not trying to use the word on purpose. Guys. No, it's, I know. I'm just smiling because it's like literally it everywhere. You're yeah. going to think of me every time you say the word life now. And that's my so. goal in life is to make every time somebody says the word life, oh, yeah, life law. When they come to us, they're scared and they're hurt. And they're generally disenfranchised people where they've been beaten down by the system. So our intake department is very well trained by, by myself and my partner to understand the empathy that you need to exude to these people, that it's not all about money. And that way, the, build, the building, the office, the name, the work environment all creates this beautiful cycle where these clients will never go away and they will be my client for life and I will be your lawyer for life. There's just way too many <laughs> plays on the word. It's kind I of know. funny. You should see the billboard ideas that we have. They're so numerous that we don't know where to start. Personal injury in Southern California is the most competitive market of any type of industry, period, in the you world. You think it's more competitive than Florida? It is more competitive than anywhere because the price per click for, uh, like, Google is more expensive here than anywhere else. So that tells you that it's the most competitive market. It's like $900 a click. That's nuts. Yeah, the marketing campaigns of, of most firms is millions of dollars, not only a year, but a month. So what's next for you guys? Expanding into different states and expanding into all areas of consumer law. All areas. Of consumer law. So and wait, let's talk about Lemon Law for a second. I really think that Lemon Law is going to be the next PI in California. I hope not. I, we have been getting so many inquiries about SEO for Lemon Law in the past two and a half, maybe three years. It's definitely a, a much less saturated market. It's cornered by a couple of law firms that I'm actually friends with that I used to refer to and I told them, I know I refer to you, but moving forward, we're, we're going in-house. Were they mad? No, they understood. You know, And again, this is where, where I try to not be shady and stuff and tell them, look, I used to refer to you. I'm not going to be referring to you anymore. And you know, it's, it's America. It's competition. It's capitalism. Why do you think Lemon Law is becoming such a thing here? Because just like any type of big corp, big car companies are... Do you remember the movie Fight Club? I'm really bad at this right. stuff. Fight Club was a f great movie. I mean, I'm aware of the movie. All right. Do Ed I like... Norton's job in Fight Club was to go out to the scene of catastrophic injury car accidents where there was a recall issue as to why the accident happened. All right, so the way the car companies work, like any big corporation, is that... It's all about dollars and cents. So, so if it costs $2 billion to fix a recall issue on a vehicle, like a Ford Bronco has engine issues. I know that because I wanted to buy one, uh, and I learned that they're having recall issues with the engine. So if it costs $2 billion to fix the car, they'll do a calculation and analysis to determine, all right, how much will we have to pay out in injury claims as a result of this issue? And if it's less than $2 billion, even if it's a dollar less than $2 billion, they would rather not fix it and pay out the injury lawsuits because it costs them less. It's pure dollars and cents. So as a result of that analysis, they're, having more and more, they're allowing more and more issues with their vehicles. 
and they're allowing more lemons to be you know manufactured because it's cheaper we had a personal experience where we lemoned my partner's car because it had electrical issues it was a porsche Taycan that has a lot of electrical issues so we lemoned it because it was a lemon and we realized <laughs> that with our name when life gives you lemons i was thinking that when i laughed but i was like i'm not life. even gonna go there Simple as that. That was one of the first things I thought of on a billboard. I'm like, we should become lemon lawyers. I'm like, because of that simple, when life gives you lemons uh, saying. And again, COVID changed my life a lot. My wife was pregnant during COVID with Charlie, our son. And I, ha- I looked inward during those nine months that we, we worked from home while Charlie was you know, in my wife's belly. And I realized that I'm a wolf in sheep's clothing, and I want to help sheep against these wolves. I've seen a lot of things. You'll never bully me. You'll never you know, push me over. I'll fight harder for you than I would for myself, to be quite honest. I'll negotiate harder for you than I would the, myself. And when I have clients that $1,000 difference will be a huge thing in their life, you know, their monthly rent, I will fight for every single penny. And if it's an injury case, lemon case, labor case, with COVID changing the way I looked at everything, I truly feel it's David versus Goliath, and I am representing David. Do you think PI is going to change a lot in the next few years, and are you worried about it? I'm extremely worried about it. I'm on the board of directors of CAOC, and that's why I was there when I, when I met you in, in San Francisco. Insurance companies do a fabulous job in marketing, all right? The Gecko, you got Flo, you got the guy from State Farm. Nationwide is not on your side. You're not in good hands with the Allstate. It's one thing I tell my clients all the time. They have done a fabulous job in making it seem like they're the good guy and that the lawyers are the bad guy. And they are spearheading a campaign to try to cap attorney's fees like they did in Work Comp. Presently, Work Comp has a cap of 15% in attorney's fees. That's the max an attorney can get. They're trying to do a 20% cap on personal injury, which sounds great to the client, you think, at first. It's awful. I don't... And I, somebody needs to educate the average person. And that is, person. One of my, that is exactly what I've been doing. So when I was at CAO, so that, that weekend I was hosting the Advocates Club where I spoke to uh, uh, Chris Dolan, uh, Boris Trazon from Axe Law in L.A., and a couple other attorneys that are very high in the, in the trial field, to talk about the 20% cap. And the simplest way to explain it to a person is, the chances of me taking your case are going to be far less if you cap my fees. And the chances of you getting full value for your case is going to be far less. Look, if you run a business with 20% cap, you're going you're gonna to go bankrupt. How do you and your partner split up the, the duties? So my partner is a JD MBA. So he, one, manages it. There's a lot of admin hr operations he, dude that's so cool yeah he runs that exclusively our operations like again is is the key to our success is that we are able to automate so many things that streamline the process that ensures that we don't devalue our client's case so what i run is i run the marketing department but i have a marketing director he's here with me i have a intake department that i run i have an intake manager that oversees that then we have a pre-litigation department whose job is to ensure liability is established and to get the client back to health by monitoring their care. I have a pre-litigation department manager. 
I oversee that. And then we have a demands department that has an associate overseeing that, and I oversee the demands department. Then you have the litigation department that has junior partners that oversee their own cases with junior associates and paralegals below them, and they're in teams of four So with an assistant. So technically, I oversee the litigation department also, but it kind of, all my departments, to be quite blunt, run themselves. Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time. It was a pleasure. I appreciate it. It's great seeing you. Yes. Hope to see you soon. I'm sure. And thank you for having me. What do you think were the best takeaways from this conversation? Care about your clients, not just about, not just about money. Money will come when you care. And you could have both. You could have that quality of life that you want by doing what's right to your clients. Everything in my life has come to me by simply being good and being positive when something goes wrong. Catch us next week on Tip the Scales with me, Maria Monroy. Hear how the best in the industry broke out of limiting beliefs, overcame adversity, and built a thriving, purpose-driven business in the process. Mm-hmm.